Hello and welcome to Calling All Cars from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Calling All Cars, the copyrighted program created by Rio Grande. Mr. Costa County Sheriff's Office calling all cars. Attention all cars to broadcast 276 regarding missing persons. Be on the lookout for Aurelio Cabrera, male American, 30 years old. Last seen on May 30th. That's all. Rolling. Crime prevention must begin in the high chair, not the electric chair. And in recognizing the truth of his words, it occurred to me that the principle involved also applies to wear and tear prevention in automobiles. Some motorists make it impossible for their cars to give them long and loyal service because they contribute to their delinquency with hobo oil. Tens of thousands of you folks do know the wisdom of safeguarding a motor with real use. The money-saving benefits that accrue from keeping a healthy motor in a healthy car with this infallible, indestructible lubricant. A veritable army of motorists depend on this pure, 100% paraffin-based motor oil, having learned that real loops can't be broken down by the engine heat at their highest speed. That its quick and smooth flow to every moving part is as constant in cold weather as in hot. When you drive into your tank full of real brandy cracks in the morning, take on a crankcase full of real loops or Rio Grande, Pennsylvania. Prevent the wear and tear on both your motor and your pocketbook. See your Rio Grande dealer tomorrow. The facts of the story we are about to hear tonight have been taken in the main from the confidential files of the sheriff of Contra Costa County. We have therefore asked Sheriff John A. Miller to open our program from the studios of KSFO in San Francisco. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Those of you who are regular listeners to Calling All Cars must have long ago come to the conclusion that the average criminal is a pretty sorry sort of fellow. He doesn't win, and he never can win. He never comes out ahead. For the most part, he doesn't use much originality in the planning or execution of his crime. In telling the story of crime, the work of the law enforcement officer is always the most interesting. Clear-cut cases of premeditated crime for material gains are relatively easy. But occasionally, an officer runs across a case in which the motive is entirely hidden under some complex line of thought. We are going to hear tonight how such a case proved baffling to my officer and how its solution proved again that time does not pay. Our scene is the office of Sheriff Miller under Sheriff Al Algis is making a report. Glad you got here, Sheriff Miller. 
I was over at the Memorial Day services when I got your message. Now, uh, what's this about a murder? Well, I just got a call from Deputy Sheriff Ralph Harrison of Port Costa. He found a trail of blood leading from a house on a hill down to the water's edge. The body was apparently dumped in the bay. That's all I know. That's enough. Give me that phone. Yeah. Get me Charlie Scudero, the police chief of Pittsburgh. I'll have him send over his grappling hooks and a crew to Port Costa. We'll go over the details on the way. began one of the strangest cases on record. Gerald Miller and his men arrived at the scene of the murder, and a few minutes later were talking it over with Harrison. Alan Harrison, let's hear the details. Well, about an hour ago, I was crossing the SP tracks and spotted what I thought looked like blood. I examined it pretty close and was sure of it. Besides blood stains, I found a few pieces that looked like skull bones. Do you have them? Yeah. Wrapped them in paper. Here. It's a human skull, isn't it? Yeah, that's what it is, all right. It's murder, sure as I'm a foot high. What's the rest of the story? Well, I followed the trail along the tracks and down to the edge of the water, down by that uh, pile of big rocks on the shore. Could you see anything in the water? No, it's too deep. Go on. Well, I doubled back on the trail. On the other side of the tracks, the blood leads up through the oats to the top of the slope over there. The trail plain? Uh, I don't say. You get a little house up there, 180 yards from the tracks? Yeah. The blood trail ends in the backyard. Come on, I'll show you. Okay. Davis, you take the camera and scoot down to the water and get some pictures. Yes, sir. And follow us back up to the house. We'll have this case sewed up in no time. Now, uh, over here, somebody tried to cover up the stains with dirt. Didn't do a very good job, either. Sure, a lot of blood splashed around. Let's get in the house. Okay. I knocked when I was up here before, but there wasn't anybody home. So we'll go in anyway. Better have your gun ready. Still nobody home. Inside the door. Careful now. This is Sheriff Miller. Anybody home? Empty. Yeah, might as well look around while we're here. Yeah. Don't seem to be any signs of a struggle. No. Hey, what's that over in the corner? Looks like clothes. Yeah, look at them. Soaked with blood. And the floor all around here. Blood stains all over it. Yeah. Oh, and look at this. An axe that's been recently cleaned. Probably what the murderer used. But there's no blood left on it now. I might find some under the glass. We can send it over to Dr. Heinrich. Excuse me, Sheriff. Yeah? There's proof from Pittsburgh with the grappling hook. Yeah. Thanks, Longo. Come on, let's get down to the water and do some dredging. <laughs> bring up anything this time, we'll be forced to give up. That house you pointed out to me belongs to a fellow named Anacletus Torres. Yeah, that's what you said. He's a Mexican working for the SP. Well, we'll either bring him up or somebody he kills. I don't hardly figure you're going to find... Uh, huh? Get something. I've got away. Go back over the spot. Okay. I'll put these in the city. Got it this time? Yeah. Now we'll see what our victim looks like. Here it comes. Good work, boys. Rolled over. This is all right. You recognize him, Parker? Yeah, I believe I do. Taurus's best friend, Cabrera. Aurelia Cabrera. Any enemies? 
Any reason for him to get this? Oh, none that I know of. Say, you don't suppose Torres has been killed too, do you? He might. But if he has, his body's been put someplace else. It isn't here in the bay, that's a cinch. Look. Yeah, I was just looking at that. Bullet holes. One in his chest and one in his back. Come on, let's get back to shore and talk to some of the townspeople. They may know something. Sheriff Miller and his men began a systematic questioning of neighbors of the missing man. Now, let me get this straight. You say these three men were in your hotel and bought some whiskey earlier in the evening? Yes, they're Taurus and Cabrera and another fellow named Mercedes. This is quite early last night. They're planning to do some drinking at Taurus's house. I see. Well, what's wrong? Oh, just a slight case of murder. Murdering? All three of them? I don't know yet. Cabrera is the only one we've found so far. Uh, where does this Mercedes live? Where? He left the service station and turned to the left. Honest, I don't Torres and Cabrera and I brought a bottle and went to Torres' house and we got another bottle and drank it here. Torres and Cabrera left about three and I went to bed. Is that all? No, about six o'clock my wife woke me up and said Torres was outside and wanted to see me. What did he want? Well, he said I, I put the man in the water. Go on. I asked him who and when, but he didn't answer me. He told me to keep quiet. He told me what he'd do if I thought. What did you say to that? say anything. I was afraid of him. Uh, what else? That's all. Honest, I don't know nothing. I didn't have anything to do with it. I believe you, Mercedes, but don't leave town. We may need you for a witness. Come on, Harrison. Let's go back to Tory's house and wait for him. Uh, I'll phone Sacramento to put an arrest order through on the teletype. He might be anywhere by now. We need the whole state to help us. Mercedes. Is this the man? 
Yes, that's the story. He's the man who early this morning came and told you he'd thrown a body in the bay? Yes. What do you say to that, Tori? I don't know what he's talking about. Do you deny going to the hotel and buying liquor with Cabrera and Mercedes? When? Last night. You must be misinformed. Did you drink with these men last night? No. Well, just where were you last night? I was home. All evening? All evening. Doris, you're not getting any place by lying like this. Why don't you come clean and confess? I have nothing to confess. What did you do with the gun you shot Cabrera with? I have no gun. The only gun I have ever seen was in the movie. But you shot him once in the chest and once in the back. You must be mistaken, kid. How can I shoot a man when I have no gun? Ah. Come on. We'll lock you up in the Martinez jail and let you think it's over. Maybe you'll change your mind. The next morning, Torres was again questioned, and back came the same answer. I am innocent, and I can prove it. That night, he was formally charged with murder, and ten minutes later, had phoned for two attorneys. They left his cell announcing their client was innocent. And if they could prove it before a jury, Sheriff Miller was puzzled. I tell you, Harrison, the man's as guilty as though he'd been caught red-handed. But how to prove it? What was the motive? Uh, might be a woman, maybe jealousy, maybe money, or just plain drunk. Well, I'll pick women and money, one of the two. What we got to establish is sure. Yeah, I guess we'll all just have to get in and dig. Yeah, that's right. Go round up the boys and have them cover Port Costa from top to bottom. Ask everyone who ever knew toys and tell them to stick with it and go ahead and cover something. Yes? It's true. Okay, Harrison, get busy and find something in the report. All right. Uh, hello, Heinrich. Miller of Contra Costa County. Say, you heard about our murder up this way? You haven't? Well, look, come down here, will you? I got a job for you. Yeah. Blood stains and hair and an axe. I want to report on them. You will? Well. Yeah, yeah, I'll be right here. Bye. Several days later, in Sheriff Miller's office. Yeah, got a lead for you, Chief. Good. Let's have it. I got to talking to one of the entertainers in a little cafe in Crockett where Torres and Cabrera used to drink. I think I found your motive. Good work. What's the story? Uh, I'll let the girl tell it. She's outside. Come in, Miss. Hello. Say, is this on the level? Who's going to get me into this? Oh. Hello, Sheriff. Good morning. Won't you be seated? Thanks. Harrison here tells me you can supply a motive for the murder of Aurelio Cabrera. Is that right? I don't know whether it's a motive. But those two guys were quarreling a few nights ago over some money. I said women or money. Say, I wasn't mixed up in it. I was just a referee, that's all. <laughs> Let's have the details. Sure. Well, uh, I do a little singing, and I just finished my number when this guy, Torres, came over to me. Hey, you. Come over here. Well, look at that. Yeah, just the way I like them. Talk to me, mister? Yes, you can. Thanks. My name's Torres. This is my friend, Cabrera. Glad to meet you. How about your dance, huh? Dance. We ain't allowed to dance with the customers. Hey, what kind of stuff is it? Well, then, how about a drink? Huh? Sure. That's better. Hey, wait. Three gin fish. Hey, what's a good idea? I didn't want a gin fish. One time I want a gin fish. Yeah, what's the matter with you, then? Okay, okay. Where are you guys from? Port Costa. 
60 cents. Yeah. Funny. What? What's funny? I had $20 bill in my pocket when we shot out tonight. It's gone. Sure, I know. You guys always got $20 bills. But you just lost them or left them in your other pants. Hurry up, buddy. Snap it up. I'd pay for them here. Okay. Somebody took my 20 Sure. Reach in your pocket when you wasn't looking. Hey, kid, when I was dancing. Do you had it when you started out? Maybe you did leave it home. No, nah, I had it when we came in here. Oh, yep. Come on, bottoms up. Sure, forget it, Tony. Yeah, you seem awful anxious for me to forget it. What do you know about it? Oh, me? Yeah, you. What you do with it? Oh, shut up. I didn't take this money. Now, keep quiet. But you didn't take that job. Keep on wrangling the bottle before you both out. Drink your drink. Okay. Okay, but remember this, Cabrera. I want that joke, see? I know you took it, so when you get through with your little joke, you give it back. But I didn't take it, see? I didn't take it. If you don't give it back, I'll kill you. Get me? I said I'd kill you, and I mean it. Oh, not to you, too. I don't have to sit here and listen to a lot of hot air. I don't think there was a 20 in the first place. See you guys later. Now, look what you've done. Never mind the girl. There's plenty of them. But there ain't many 20s floating around. No, ain't that The whole thing started and kept on going. They sat there and argued for a while and then left. That's all I know. Well, that's enough, Miss. Quite enough. Thanks for coming over. Oh, skip it, sir. Glad I could help you. Maybe you can do me a favor sometime. Perhaps. Well, so long. And you too, big boy. <laughs> so long. Now, what do you think? I think you're right about the money angle. That's the motive, all right. Probably when Torres got tight again, the question of the missing 20 popped into his mind, and this time he carried out his threat. Yeah, imagine killing a man for 20 bucks. It's been done for a lot less. Incidentally, here's some more news that might interest you. Yeah, what? There's a report from Heinrich. Oh, it proved anything? Yeah. The blood on the axe and on the clothes and on the floor and on the ground outside are all human blood and not chicken blood. Well, that just about clinches it, doesn't it? To me, it does. But how about a jury? Let's get over to jail and have another talk with Tori. Hello, Tori. Mind if I sit down? Thanks. That wasn't chicken blood on the stuff we tested. No? It was human blood. On the axe, the clothes, the floor, and the ground outside your house. So what? Just what I said. It was human blood, which means you killed your friend Cabrera. Killed him for $20. You know you did it. Why don't you come clean? Sheriff Mira, I told you the other day I did not kill Cabrera, and I'm telling you again. I did not kill Cabrera. You're wasting your time on an innocent man. Okay, Tony. Have it your way. But remember this. I've got all the evidence I need to convict you and send you up for life. Then why waste time? Have you trial and try to convict me. <laughs> you can't do it because I'm innocent and can prove it. I'm trying to save the state money. If you confess, it'll make matters easier. In fact, it might even make your sentence easier. You're wasting your time, Sheriff. I'm not going to confess to something I did not do. Okay. We'll see about that.
Sheriff Miller was positive that Torres was guilty and determined to get a confession. A week went by. Come in, Chris. You want to see me? I have an over to the DA's office, and he's as anxious as you to get a confession. Now, we've got a plan to present to you. Shoot. Well, it's simple. All we have to do is... Just a minute before you tell me. There's something I want you fellas to thoroughly understand. There should be no rough stuff of any kind. I remember that. No rough stuff. You don't have to worry, sir. There'll be no rough stuff. You see, we found out that Torres is superstitious. Superstitious? Yeah. And how? Now, here's the plan. We'll get a microphone, some wire, and a loudspeaker. Get Torres out of his cell for a few minutes on some pretext. Then we install the speaker and the sleep doors. No, just resting. Well, don't get lonesome. Go long. In the meantime, Deputy Harrison at the microphone. Who's there? What do you want? Who's captain?
Torres was brought to trial, found guilty, and sentenced to spend the remainder of his life in San Quentin. His story is another demonstration of the fact that crime cannot pay. Contra County, Contra Costa County Sheriff's Office calling all cars. Attention all cars to cancellation of broadcast 276 regarding a missing person. Suspect in this case is now in custody. That's all. Rules and questions. This is your narrator, Frederick Lindsay, bidding you good night for Rio Grande. Next week at this time, Rio Grande will present the case of the rope-bound trunk. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.